0: Hi, this is Michael from A Certain Point of View. You've probably noticed that we're a little behind on our releases of The Mandalorian Reviews. We started on them a little bit later than we wanted to initially when we started this podcast. However, we have decided as of today that we are going to go ahead and release two per week instead of just one. That way we can get to more current topics that I know you guys are interested in and that we're definitely interested in talking about. And while you're here, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Thanks and enjoy the episode.
1: Hello there. Hi. <laughs> you welcome to a certain no point puppy. of view. <laughs> I'm Michael. I'm Ben.
0: And this is a Star Wars podcast where we discuss all things Star Wars. Ben didn't expect me to do that. Yeah, we Um, apparently
1: lie to each other too.
0: I just felt like it needed to happen. I don't know why.
1: You see that, a little spice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so tonight we are recording both episodes four and five. They will be separate podcasts, but we are both, we are recording them both tonight. Uh, This, you know, listening to this podcast in the future... Uh, the rise of Skywalker may or may not have already been released, Yeah, but we are, we're about a week and a half out right now. Yeah. So we are, this is pre rise of Skywalker and, uh, I'm
1: very excited. Yes.
0: Very excited. So we're not going to talk about that too much. Cause that is, uh, that's going to be a past tense conversation <laughs> yeah. when this podcast comes out. But, um, Ben, I want to get your just overall thought. How are you feeling about this series so far?
1: The Mandalorian. I, yes, that is. Star Wars as a whole. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a big that's a big one.
1: Um no, Mandalorian, I am loving it. I think that it's I'm excited to see kinda how they round it out with the end of the season. Um I'm excited to see sort of what the arc of this season truly is. Cause I think that right now we've been getting some like pretty mainline stories. And I think we've also been getting some stories that are kind of more, uh, kind of like side quest ish in a way. Um, and I think that I'm just excited to see sort of how these two, uh, sort of different themes and tones of like the show, uh, come together in the end. So, um, it like some people I feel like are annoyed by the, um, kind of side questy nature of the last two episodes um that we're going to talk about but i personally love it i think that these kinds of episodes are really fun especially for like the middle of the season i think it's a good time to kind of uh take a little bit of a breather uh just kind of spend some time with our characters and get to kind of know them in a more fun way than just simply pushing through plot um i love it i i do kind of wish we had more than eight episodes but i mean other than that i think i'm really just loving it
0: that's just kind of the nature of television right now that well like non-network television right
1: well i don't even necessarily want like 20 episode seasons again i mean i think that even just like i love 13 yeah i'll say like 10 to 12 ish is like a good sweet spot as well you know dude i do i feel the same way uh generally
0: about Mm -hmm. the mandalorian me and you are gonna have some interesting discussions today i agree because we're we're gonna have some disagreements i think but Mm -hmm. um overall i'm loving this show um I have, I think, more of an issue than you do with the non-focused storytelling that's happening right now. Um, But I think this is a good place to talk about this because um, I wanted to talk about this at some point within these two podcasts. So let's go ahead and do this. I want to talk about the difference between a filler episode and side quest. Yeah. Because I think those are two different things and people lump them into the same. Yeah. Okay. So – I personally, I have some opinions about this one and the next one, Um, so I'm not going to talk about episode five, but um, I'm just talking about as a whole. To me, a filler episode is an episode that um, it does involve a side quest a lot of the time Mm -hmm. or kind of a standalone story by nature, Um, but a filler episode has that element while also not moving the plot along in any way that kind of a thing so like for me a, a filler episode is i can skip this episode and not miss anything if but if i watch the next episode mm. right so that's kind of to me that's yeah. what a filler episode yeah. generally i is. think i would
1: agree for the most part i don't i don't think you necessarily said anything wrong i think that for me i would go <clears> a little <throat> further with what a filler is because when i think of filler i think of more like Like, you you don't necessarily, because you you haven't watched, like, that much anime other than, like, Avatar, which had, like, one filler episode in the entire thing. Uh, That was Um, an
0: example I was going to bring up, because I I love where you're going here, I think, so...
1: So, um, but even that episode, like based on what definition I'm going to give it, might not even be considered filler. It might just be considered a bad episode. <laughs> um,
0: if you're talking about The Great Divide, the Great Divide yeah, yeah. then yes, that's just a bad episode.
1: Yeah, I, I would consider that just a bad episode. <laughs> it's a bad filler episode. Yeah, filler, what I would say is filler, because in the world of like anime is where I think of filler. And filler episodes are oftentimes used by studios it's basically just stories that they are making to fill space while cuz like usually with animes they're based on a manga which is like a comic essentially like like books um and those stories are what they are telling in the show a lot of times some do it more um more accurately to those books than others um, but I think that like in anime, what filler is, is whenever they do nothing that has to do with those books at all. It's that they're waiting for the author to kind of write the rest of those <laughs> books. And they're just making up stories to kind of <laughs> keep making money and keep putting out content. Um, and so that's what filler ends up being a lot of times, at least in my head, when I think of filler, I think they're literally completely pointless. Um, in the case of like a show like the Mandalorian it has eight episodes. I do don't think they're making filler i think there's a purpose Mm -hmm. to episodes like this um even if it's not necessarily like moving the plot forward or it's not necessarily like Mm -hmm. growing a character it might just be revealing different aspects of characters so that's how i feel i feel like that's why i said side questy because i don't i didn't think that these were filler episodes i felt like they were just more side quests and then we're about to get back on the main story right you know
0: that's um that's what i was gonna bring up avatar because to me uh you can look at avatar and guys just get used to it we're going to talk about avatar on this podcast and i'm really <laughs> sorry bit. yeah not and it's avatar the last airbender not the blue people movie yeah not yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> not the james cameron movie um or the m night movie <laughs>
1: oh no that, that doesn't I, why'd you bring it up i'm
0: sorry i'm sorry that's my bad no, so this show, to me, uh, season two of of Avatar, The Last Airbender, to me, it had basically no filler episodes, nope. and the entire story that season was cohesive and serialized. Mm-hmm. So you really can't skip anything in yeah. that season, and that's one of the reasons I love it so much. It's a good season. Um, but then season three is really odd, because it's the last season, and it's building up to this big thing at the end to this big confrontation at the end but it's filled with a bunch of standalone character stories. Yes. And good way to put it. Yeah. So like those are not filler episodes at all in they're my mind. They're
1: very much so giving you more insights on characters. Yeah,
0: there's side quests and through those side quests they are they are developing as characters. So like for me, the third season Sokka really develops a whole lot oh yeah um and i'm sorry if any of y'all don't know avatar at all this is really lame but my point is that is what that is the difference between a a side quest story Uh with character development and a filler episode is that i don't think that avatar the last airbender had any filler episodes in that third season no but it had a bunch of it was different though. It wasn't serialized mm-hmm. all the way through. There were parts of it that were, but
1: and even the one that was closest to filler, the one like just before the finale, where it was like the Ember Island players or whatever, where they it was essentially a recap episode, but they still used like it was still it had plot in it. It yeah. had stuff like about characters that were, like yeah. it was revealing things about characters and stuff. So they're smart with it. I think that's yeah, a show that handles stuff like this really well.
0: I agree. So that said. Um, let's get into our Mandalorian talk. Yeah, I thought my opinion of of Episode Four yeah. is that a lot of people complained that it's a filler episode. Um, I disagree. Me too. I think it is a side quest episode, and it has a ton of character development, uh-huh. um, specifically with Mando himself. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I. Dude, I like this episode. Ev- the more and more, every time I watch it, and I think I've seen it four times now. Yeah. And I have enjoyed it more and more. I liked it a good deal the first time, but I was kind of, it was a little jarring because yeah. of the tone shift. Because there is a tone shift. Very much so. Um, there's a tone shift. There's a they're going to a different planet. It's all green, and it's the beautiful. music is different. The music is different. I wanted to talk about the music specifically, but the the, the music is different. The landscape is different. We meet new characters. There's a Uh whole bunch of new stuff in this one, and it's a big tone shift, so it was a little jarring the first time I watched it. But every time I've watched it since then, I've loved it more and more, and I definitely do not view this as a filler whatsoever. Even that first time when it was jarring, it wasn't filler. It was just kind of different and weird. But now it's not weird. I just love it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's crazy because this episode, when I first watched it, I would say that let's see here. So if I was like to do a ranking or whatever of like episodes one, two, three, and four, I think that where I would have placed it would have been it would have been like three, one, four, two. I think is what I would have done. Okay. Um, considering I've loved all the episodes, right. That's not like saying one's worse, worst. Right. Uh, but I was just saying, like, like I my I would have had enjoyment. a
0: slightly different order, but it, this episode would have been my second to least, second to last favorite. Yeah. You, yeah, just you like were, yours. you were less hot on the first
1: one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that would be, that would have been my least favorite up to this yeah. point.
1: Um, yeah. So I, that has now kind of shifted. And I think that actually for me now, three and four are, are kind of fending for my emotions for different mm. reasons um interesting I th- I th- yeah i know i think that those two episodes are my favorite right now and it's like for different reasons but that like every it's like you said every time i've watched it it's grown on me more and more um, yeah yeah it's it's i love this episode
0: so let's talk about some new characters that we meet because there's several <laughs> yeah um okay first we have in the very beginning of the episode um and we can just talk about the whole intro to the episode. Yeah, the very beginning of the episode is it, it shows us a whole new planet where uh-huh. we're diving straight into this tone shift uh-huh. <laughs> right at the beginning, and um, we meet this widow and her daughter. Uh huh. I really, I really like the character. I really, I, I wish, I hope we get more. I do too. I do hope we get more. But I like what she does. I really like the character development that she helps move along with Mando. Me too. Um, a lot. But um, I really like her just as a as a character. From the beginning, she mm-hmm. shows her, her bravery and her courage going back and, and getting her daughter and hiding under that basket. Mm-hmm. By the way, y'all. From the orcs? We haven't, yes, the orcs. <laughs> ben, we need to work on this. We haven't said this one time. This is a spoiler discussion.
1: Yeah. Um... These
0: are all going to be <laughs> spoiler discussions. And I'm very sorry that we
1: haven't said that yet. <laughs> yeah i hope that yeah i i hope you've gotten the idea by this episode that this is yeah these are for sure spoilery discussions we're not doing spoiler free stuff um yeah. not yet at least i don't know why we would not with this show
0: no i mean we're just gonna there's no point really yeah um so uh anyway yeah spoiler spoiler warning um orcs <laughs> orcs yes there it really did remind me of orcs it was pretty crazy
1: yeah even the music was kind of lord of the rings uh-huh. for a second i was like i was like whoa
0: oh yeah oh yeah it's different it's really different um yeah the intro was pretty cool it was sad <laughs> it very was, sad but it was really cool um i yeah, I don't have a whole lot more to say about the intro besides that I liked it.
1: <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting. Like, I love the visual... Like, this show visually is just so cool to look at. Like, because some, some stuff looks different than we've seen in Star Wars before. Um, like, this village in particular, it looks very... Um, it does kind of look Middle-Earth-ish in a way. Or even just kind of like a random village like you would see on Earth. Right. Um, but then you see, like, droids walking around and, like, doing some farming as well. Yeah, the droids walking through the water. Yeah, the walking through puddles. the water, the <laughs> puddles and stuff. And, like, this, like, bright blue fish, the krill or whatever that they're catching. Yeah. Um, The, like, it's really cool just, like, this show visually is so interesting to me. And, like, whenever they were running through and they're stabbing the, they're, like, stabbing the droid and stuff, I was just, like, this is such a weird blend of... Of these different worlds, I feel. And I really loved it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I just, I loved that. I
0: totally agree. I'm looking for her name, The Widow.
1: Oh, yeah. Um. Does it ever say? Mm-mm. Well, I, I don't think it ever says. All I remember is, um, Cara Dune talking about how, like, you could just settle down with that beautiful widow.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember, too. Yeah. Um. Okay, so speaking of Cara Dune, mm-hmm. we meet Cara Dune. Yes, we do. In this episode. Finally. Okay, so for me, I really... Okay, I saw a lot of talk online about uh, people weren't crazy about her. Okay. Um, I saw some on both sides. Um, they didn't think Gina Carano did a good job acting, and I disagree. Okay. I haven't seen Gina Carano in a lot of things. I'm not saying she like blew my mind. By any stretch of the imagination, yeah. Um, I know she's more of a action actor, yeah. than anything. But I have heard from several people that she, they didn't think she was very good. I've heard from other people who think that this is the best they've ever seen her.
1: Mm.
0: And um, I didn't, I didn't mind her. I thought she was good, and I really like her for the character that she is.
1: Yeah, like, and honestly, what like what do people mean whenever like like that she's not acting. Well. I don't I don't like when people get on to people for not acting well. Um I <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, okay, you go out there and do it. Like like I for me, she didn't pull me out of the experience. She didn't um uh, I thought that she especially for like her first episode, like I don't know, it just felt like she was a good I thought she added something to the show. I thought she added like I loved seeing a soldier that had been fighting with the rebellion and essentially what it sounds like when she's talking is that like the soldiers of the rebellion kind of took the place of what happened to the Jedi, um, in a way after like, you know, years and years where they became kind of more like political help Uh than, uh, than like, you know, warriors in a way. And, um, and it's and she was just like nope this is not my life um I'm gonna go not do that right <laughs> um and I thought it was just kind of it gave us a little bit of backstory of like what are these what are these soldiers like after the war like what did they kind of go through and um I think that she did a great job I thought that she was a likable character I thought she kicked freaking butt um and yeah <laughs> like that fight whenever her and Mandalorian the Mandalorian like like actually duke it out and she just like punches him to the ground yeah it was sick man i literally went oh like like i had a physical reaction to it it is a blast
0: watching her fight like that yeah i mean she's so good at it yeah she's
1: yeah she's amazing yeah um and i liked
0: her throughout the episode i liked that she i liked just how she was willing to help mando yeah um obviously she was getting she got paid to do it Mm -hmm. but i think it became a little more than that as I feel like they became friends as the episode went on. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. we
1: can talk about how like, yeah, like she like, like, yeah, the widow brought stuff out of the Mandalorian, but I think that also she, she kind of brought out stuff in the Mando that like, even the widow wasn't because she has that kind of tough exterior that a Mandalorian kind of would. Yeah. Of like, of like, you know, he's like, well, I can't, I can't wear the helmet again if I take it off. And that's why I'm not gonna be with her. And she's like, Are you kidding me? That's it. Like just like <laughs> yeah. bold face. And I love that she just kind of like meets him right there. She matches his like no bull crap sort mm-hmm. of mentality. Noble
0: think... noble crap or no bull crap. Both <laughs>
1: yeah. like yes. noble crap. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's uh she is really cool because she can match him in that and i think that that brings out something cool in the mandalorian it
0: does and you could tell when she was saying that at the end uh about like are you kidding me like you can go settle down with that beautiful widow and yeah you could tell yeah yeah, you could tell when she said that he was affected by it yeah you could tell like he was like thinking about it
1: yeah he's like no one talks to me like this yeah (laughs) we're
0: kind of beating around the bush on it anyway let's talk about Mando's character development in yeah. this episode. Yeah. So, there's a couple of different things that I have written down that I that I love mm-hmm. about his character development in this. And um I really like that we learn more about when he does and does not take off the helmet.
1: Yes, because me
0: too. they've kind of like
1: hinted at it here and there yeah. but they
0: just met that head on this time and told us exactly what happens because we've all been speculating like wait so what like how does he eat like, yeah, yeah like does he sleep in it yeah like and like i don't know we've been all speculating about that in this episode they're like no no no. he eats and takes his helmet off yeah and he can take his helmet off when he's alone but he yeah. can't when other people are around. i just fish. Offic- i appreciated that we finally got an answer to that mm-hmm. somewhat of an answer at least um so yeah what did you think of that
1: i loved that we finally got that explanation i think that that was really needed by the way that's a water bottle making those weird sloshy noises <laughs> yeah it's not i'm not just a gross human um well hey <laughs> um yeah I, I love that we finally got an explanation i was thinking it's funny because like Of course he takes off the helmet. Like, there has to be times when he takes off the helmet. But, like, because we didn't get any word on it, there was that little part of us, I was like, is this, like, a weird Star Wars thing where, like, he just... (laughs) Does he have, like, a bathroom built into it? Like, what's what's the deal with this thing? Um, Ben, it's called a back tube. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It sounds similar. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I loved that. I will say... He whenever he's sitting down to eat and he takes off his helmet and sets it down. I have to I have to imagine that when John Favreau who wrote this episode, I have to imagine when he wrote it. I I have to like I feel like when he wrote it, he thought the house is going to be like at a distance or something. And maybe because of camera work and stuff, they had to move the house closer to where the kids were playing or something. They could see his face. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he was like right there. Like they could have just like turned to their left or whatever been like, "Hey." <laughs> in fact, I, the music right there
0: got a little bit like dark and yeah. like like a little sinister. I thought I was waiting for the camera to focus in on their faces and them to look up and see him. Uh-huh. And then something happened right then. But no, it then just went on to the next shot, like so. Helmet self destructs. Yeah, I just thought that was. I agree. I thought I noticed that. I thought that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, I and I bet that it was like a. It was probably just like a, a lighting thing or something with the camera shot or Maybe. something where like he couldn't have like blinds in front of it or something. I don't right. Know. But, um, I thought that was funny. It didn't ruin anything for me. But I was like, mm-hmm. I could totally see him.
0: <laughs> right. What, um, I like that they spent time talking about the helmet and talking about kind of the price that he would pay mm-hmm. if he took it off in front of people because yeah. that really leads into character development later on in the episode. Right. When, by the way, I found her name. It's Omera.
1: Okay, that's right. Yep. yep.
0: Omera. So, uh, beautiful name. It is. Um, I really like how it feeds into what happens later when. Dude, he almost let her take that helmet off. He
1: was... Okay, he was getting choked up. Yeah. Pedro Pascal.
0: Oh my gosh, he's so good. He's so
1: good. (laughs) Like, I I don't think I would be as... I think part of the reason I'm so impressed with, like, his performance is how much he accomplishes with a helmet on. Yeah. Like, there's so much being conveyed through like voice and gestures and stuff and in this episode in particular you get a lot more emotion and also i think more dialogue i feel like as the show's going on we're getting more and more dialogue from him which is something interesting i think for his character as well yeah um but like yeah he was talking more and like in this scene he sounds like he's really really struggling to like i mean the whole if i take it off i can't put it back on further emphasizes this sort of religious ment- mentality that the mandalorians have adopted yep and i think it's really really um it's really powerful whenever he's getting choked up talking to her yeah he's like he's like that sounds nice or whatever yeah. like ugh. He, he, it hit me in the core it
0: did me too yeah and then part of me was rooting for him to let her take the helmet off and then part of <laughs> me was like don't don't do it don't do it show ends <laughs> yeah <laughs> I like. I Sipping didn't know. <laughs> I was very torn yeah. by that point. I really was, but um, but then another thing that I really liked about his character development in this one is it really showed um, at certain points in this episode. I feel like we're getting more and more examples of Mando having compassion in his heart. Yep. Um, you know, you could say they paid Mando mm-hmm. to to you know kind of scare the orcs away from their city right. or from their village but um but later on when they try to convince everybody to leave uh and go start a colony somewhere else yeah they um Mando did not have to speak up and say unless we teach them how yeah he could have just backed up Cara Dune and yeah had them all move but he said we could teach them how And I don't know. I just feel like we saw several moments and maybe you have others that you're thinking of. I took this note when I was watching the episode. I was like, man, there's a bunch of different parts in this episode that I see compassion from the Mandalorian. And I love seeing this character develop. And because he's from that first episode to now, he's a completely different. He's not different, but we're.
1: He has... He is a
0: little different, because I think Baby Yoda has brought a lot out of him.
1: He's softened. He has softened a little bit. I think that he is realizing... I think, like, once he... Once he was no longer part of the guild, like, it was just, like, he's out of the guild and the guild is, like, after him and all this stuff. He's kind of... I think that, yeah, Baby Yoda has really triggered a thing in him where he's, like, he cares for people. He cares for things. I think he's not able to deny it as much now and so like yeah like like yeah. episode one mandalorian whenever they were saying like we can fight and stuff he would have just been like sorry gotta find my next job <laughs> yeah you know give me a
0: next that's all he had to live for yeah that's all was he like, had to live for it's literally because he was just like i just want my next job And then I he care.
1: discovered how much he loves to care for yeah. things um
0: so now he has baby yoda that he uh-huh. cares for and that's very clear on multiple occasions and then he also now has this woman who mm-hmm. has come into his life. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We're just seeing a lot of different um a lot of different sides to him and I'm very much enjoying it, which is why this is not a filler episode. Yes. Not a filler. Yes. Um, and then did you have any other on that? Any other thoughts on that?
1: Um, no but another spot where you saw compassion was like whenever he was um like whenever he was taking the job you can see him battling with it because he's like he's like no like talking to those two guys at the ship or whatever and then they're like we gotta go back (laughs) by ourselves whole day travel you know whatever kind of like very loudly complaining yeah like (laughs) about their whole day journey back and stuff and he's like he's like do you have lodging (laughs) all right
0: well i kind of took that as they they had like led on that they were in the middle of nowhere yeah, which is where he was looking for.
1: Right. Yeah, and so to
0: lay low. I think that's that's yeah, that's definitely. Uh, that's what got it started because yeah. he he also like, he took the money. Yeah, used it to get Cara Dune to come. Right, but he's like, not
1: completely like a selfless person or anything. No, but like I think that it I became th- more. It became more exactly. It was like this little thing in him where he's like he's like, well, I do need to go this way anyways. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, getting Kara Dune's yeah. help, which, which, uh, that part actually, he gets Kara Dune's help. It wasn't nec- I didn't necessarily have too much of an issue with it. I just felt like it wasn't very explained. Like, he just randomly found her in the woods, dropped some money by her, and then suddenly she's going to help him, like save this village. Like I said, it's not like an actual complaint necessarily. It's just more like, I think I just would have liked to see a little more. Sure.
0: You know. Limited,
1: uh,
0: limited time. Right. And it's funny because
1: this is the longest episode we've gotten. Yeah. Um, and actually there's there's multiple times when I'm watching this episode where I go back and forth between like I kinda wish we had (laughs) where I we go back and forth on, I go back and forth where I'm like I kinda wish we had two episodes um, for the story where it's like the first episode is him meeting Cara Dune and that relationship kind of developing, not in like a romantic way, just literally like them getting to know each other, maybe even, yeah, going to the village and then like going to that place. Mm-hmm. And, and then
0: the next episode was defending the, right. Village.
1: The next episode was defending the village and stuff like that. And then maybe even just a little bit more after they've, after they've yeah. won the village, like a little more exposition of kind of like, we're going to go. I don't know. But that's where I start to go. Well, that would have been a lot to draw out between two episodes. Yeah. And so I keep fighting back and forth in my brain. So, it, it, like I said, it's not even like a real complaint. But it's just like, yeah. I would have liked to see more than just him go, ping. <laughs>
0: you know? Like, <laughs> help. <laughs> but there, yeah, there are times. There, there have been a few times where I have kind of wished like, man, I wish that was a 45 minute episode. Or, mm-hmm. or even an hour. But overall, I don't have an issue. And I honestly, when I was watching it, any of the times, I never had an issue with yeah. how he got her to help. Because yeah. I just kind of understood it as uh, she's getting paid. Why not? She wants a job while she's laying low. I mean, yeah. why not? Yeah. But then I think it did become a little more for her, too. I think she made a friend.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she The way she was like, till next time, yeah. like at the end, I, I there's like a real camaraderie there. Yeah. Um, so I really like her. I can't wait to see her again. Same, same. Seriously, I I really, I really hope that she comes back in a major way. Me too. And that is one thing that I'll say about this show so far. I hope as the story progresses, that we can get some regular characters that aren't just Mando and Baby Yoda. I yeah. want them to have a small team. Me too. Like, dude. I cannot tell you how much I would love it if Cara Dune and Nick Nolte's character were both just, like, on their crew. That would be great. Like, how awesome—how much fun would that be?
1: Or even how much fun would it have been if they had Cara Dune and then IG-11 from the first episode? Oh my gosh, even better. What a fun little trio Because Nick
0: Nolte's character, I guess, like, he's— He's living his best life right now. Exactly. And that's why
1: I was like, I was like, I would love it for myself. Yeah. I would hate that for him. <laughs> yeah. You know, I want him to be. But for IG doing his thing. IG eighty eight. Right? IG eleven. Eighty eight is the one from episode five. I
0: keep forgetting all of yeah. these. Uh, IG eleven, he and Cara Dune, and the two that we're used to. That would be. Oh my gosh, that'd be so fun. Right. So this is what like I hope as the story develops, they have a little crew form. Me too. Because I am. Getting a little tired of just having them in each episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that changes going forward. That yeah. is something that I'm hoping for. It
1: would be cool to see a little bit of an ensemble kind of begin to form. I don't know the show's called The Mandalorian, whatever, fight right. me on it. But like, I think that um, you can't have a good lead character if he's not having people around him that are kind of like building his character, you right. know, consistently.
0: Right. Um,. So let's talk about let's talk about baby Yoda. We haven't really talked about him all that much.
1: Ooh, cutest moments.
0: <laughs> this Good is a Lord. segment. Dude. <laughs> this episode was
1: full of memes and videos. Uh, every single movement the, okay. cu- the soup. The soup, obviously. That was that's a meme instantly. That's the that's the top for me. <laughs> that was like such a, a wonderful moment. It's like right after this big, awesome little like brawl that they just have. And then they just look like, over, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> so cute. oh uh, so awesome. Um, he okay, so when he actually this is this is like to do with Baby Yoda but it's also kind of a little Easter egg for all the super nerds of Star Wars. Um, so any Rebels fans out there noticed when he walks into the little cantina thing, which I loved the primitive cantina, by the way. Uh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. They walk into this place and Baby Yoda's just walking around being cute, and then there's a loath cat. Which is just like it's oh so that's from something that's from Rebels. You see it, and I think you see it in the first episode of Rebels. It's not like necessarily a big plot point of Rebels. And it's what's just it called? Like, it's called a loath cat, Lo- love cat, loath cat, <laughs> loath. <laughs> okay, L O T H apostrophe cat. Okay, that's something like that. I know that's better than much. love cat. It's definitely better than love cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. It's, um, basically just, it's a creature on, um, one of the main characters' home worlds. Gotcha. Um, in Rebels. Um, it's kind of like a, on, you see it all through the show. God, I gotta watch that show. You really do. <sighs> you really do. I can't wait to, I can't wait to talk about it with you. So, <laughs> I love Rebels. The more I think about Rebels after I've finished it, the more I'm like, I gotta watch it again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but fun thing. And then other baby baby Yoda moments. Um, when he, when they go to the village for the first time and all the kids run up, he kind of bestows a blessing upon them. Like he's the Pope. Like he, he like raises his arms. And is like, yes, yes. Settle down. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's I, so funny to me. But you can't forget about
0: the, the part where he is in the spaceship and he's like, turn pressing that button.
1: Oh my gosh. And yes. then Mando's
0: like, don't touch that. That, he
1: looks back and he goes,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, it has birthed many YouTube videos. Have you seen them? Yes. Okay, good.
1: It's like like Africa by Toto and yes. stuff.
0: Yeah. They keep... So basically, yeah. Y'all have to go search Baby Yoda...
1: Memes in general. Memes
0: in general. But Baby Yoda uh, songs. Radio. Something radio like something that. on yeah. YouTube. It's fantastic. Some of them are. Some of them are kind of dumb. Yeah. But... um. So yeah, I thought that was hilarious, and I it's almost like, it's almost like when they're making these, they know that they're oh, making yeah. they they know that people are gonna take certain things <laughs> and run with them. Yeah, there's no way that they didn't think about that when they were doing that button scene, dude.
1: The tea, the tea is the prime example of this for me. Was like whenever they were, whatever. I can't help but think when they thought like little baby Yoda just sipping his tea in his little like robe thing essentially he looks like a stay at home mom like, <laughs> just, just, like staring out the window like, <laughs> you know? like it's just there's no way they couldn't think that people were going to take that and just run with it yeah. like <laughs> it's amazing it's, it's genius they're geniuses
0: honestly. they really are
1: whenever he ate that frog <laughs> I actually felt bad for him right here he started to eat the frog and then the frog was just hanging out of his mouth and, and the, the kids, kids were, were like Ehh. and he was just like But I was watching it with my (laughs) girlfriend and she was like, she was like legitimately sad for she's like, they made fun of him. (laughs) It's like, you're the sweetest person in the world. (laughs) Uh, I did have
0: a thought about baby Yoda. It's something that I noticed and we'll get more into it in the next episode, but there's enough evidence for me to bring it up in this one as well. I feel like everywhere baby Yoda goes, he affects the people that he comes in contact with in mm-hmm. a positive mm-hmm. way. Yep, it's just he's something got, that I've noticed. He's and, got
1: them good force vibes.
0: Whether it's <laughs> the people of this village uh-huh. or Mando himself.
1: Yeah,
0: or uh, even even our Nick Nolte guy. He he yeah. was just like he was just like, well, you're 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 an interesting little fellow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I I feel he, like there's been others as well, but I just feel like he interacts with people or or other creatures or whatever and affects them in a positive way and
1: including the mandalorian and
0: just like and
1: just like us watching everyone loves him he he really truly has affected the world (laughs) in a really i've never seen any like the world so united in a positive way on something
0: oh man we love baby yoda
1: john and dave if you kill him i (laughs) swear
0: You will not harm First my hair name. on his head. Okay, are we done with Baby Yoda? We good?
1: <laughs> Never done, but yeah.
0: Okay, for this conversation. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about the last third or so mm-hmm. of the episode. We are, you know, they've they've kind of talked about like you guys need to move, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, we're not moving, and so we're like, we're gonna teach them. So. At this point, I just wanted to point out when they're training; it was totally a Mulan type training. <laughs> Let's get montage. down to business. Yes, like I literally was like, if the music wasn't so odd right here, yeah, I, I would have "Let's get down to business" stuck in my head. <laughs> like it really was Mulan esque, mm-hmm. and I'm not complaining.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a it it's funny. Yeah, like like it it's um. There's a there's also a Clone Wars episode where they literally do the exact same thing basically hmm. and like train a village to protect themselves and stuff. Um, there's uh a, there's a, I think there's like a samurai movie that kind of inspired all these kinds Oh, it's of totally a
0: samurai. This one yeah. is a little more samurai than western, I feel like. There's yeah. both in yeah. it but
1: and also samurai and samurai movies and western movies like inspired each other. Yeah, for sure. Um so, but yeah, like I think that uh this one definitely has that feel and Mulan is one of the things I thought of too. I thought of the Clone Wars episode yeah, first, but then I yeah, Mulan was the second <laughs> thing I thought of. I was like, Let's get down to business. Okay, actually, real quick, while we're talking about that scene. The music in that scene yeah,
0: is so cool. It's cool but weird. I actually thought like I am weirdly off-put by this music right here because usually training montages have a little bit more like I guess either straight epic or straight hopeful vibe. This was kind of in the middle and it was kind of a weird – I don't even know how to describe it. It was just kind of an odd
1: choice. It was.
0: But I didn't dislike it. It was just weird.
1: So it felt very, um, it felt very Star Wars to me. Like, the, actually, I would say that the music, the music and the whole thing has been Star Wars.
0: Let's talk about the music, dude. Yeah,
1: here. yeah, the music and the whole thing has been very Star Wars-y, but I'd say in 4 and 5, actually, I would say that the music has been more traditional Star Wars yes. than the first three episodes There's were. more,
0: there's been a lot more orchestral-type yeah. stuff being introduced to it. Um, I would agree.
1: Yeah, but also- there's, There was like in a lot of like just the village scenes and stuff, there's like this beautiful little like, ding, 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 like little guitar. It was playing. a little like, like, yeah.
0: And it was beautiful. I was going to bring that piece up specifically <laughs> because that was. It's so beautiful. It sets the tone of the village. So I imagined
1: well. uh, the Mandalorian actually holding the guitar and like playing it <laughs> wherever he goes. <laughs> like, he's just like sitting in the house, just like. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I mean so beautiful. It
0: and seriously there was a lot more through the first 3 episodes there was a lot more of that synthy mm-hmm. um more of a grit to the music mm-hmm. and I love it. Like yeah, it was Oh really my cool. gosh, I yeah, loved yeah. it all. But this one I did feel a little more depth in the music. Yeah. Um and I dude, I mean, I haven't even I don't know what's wrong with me. I haven't pulled it up on Spotify and listened to it all yet, but um but every time I've watched the episode I've noticed different parts more and mm-hmm. more and I love and I can't remember the specific part that it happens but they do don't' oh like, yeah that really westerny thing from the very first scene of mm-hmm. the first episode they've brought that in in several different like orchestral ways yeah and it doesn't sound weird like or or like ethereal like it did right. in that one scene it sounds more they brought it in and sound more like happy and hopeful yeah i don't know man ludwig you're killing it my friend come on
1: the podcast <laughs> we would love for
0: you to come on the podcast
1: ludwig <laughs> so what is the name ludwig mm-hmm.
0: gosh he is killing it so um good. do you have any other musical thoughts
1: um no, I I don't think so. I just I just really wanted to give like credit where credit is due. The music agreed. again in this episode just so freaking yes, good. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Go listen to it, please.
0: Okay, I have one more major point that we need to talk about. Really, two. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Yep, has is directing. I don't know if she's done live action before. Okay, but uh, this is the biggest thing she's ever directed. Yeah, and uh, she crushed it i thought she did great i loved the pacing of this episode i loved how it was shot i loved the tone um everything that we've already talked about i mean she had to do that yeah <laughs> and i just absolutely loved it again i see a difference in episode one with dave filoni and episode four four mm-hmm. with uh, two three and four really with the others there's just a level of expertise that's being shown and i didn't know about bryce dallas howard i wasn't sure how that was gonna go but dude i thought she was so good i i really
1: enjoyed it it was great i thought she did a great job um the that last part where you think oh my god dude okay this part where like you see baby yoda in the sights of that sniper oh
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> i okay i i really was i was like don't you dare don't, I, like, and here's the thing. This is a trope yep. that I should not have fallen for. Yeah. But because, one, I'm so attached to that stupid little green guy. <laughs> and Don't call him stupid. I'm sorry. I said stupid meaning cute. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, And then, also, something about the way that this one was structured, for some reason, I really got tricked. Like... I was legitimately like like what do you shoot? Did he shoot it? Don't you dare. I swear if you shot it, like and then like it showed Cara Dude yep. shot him. I was like, How did I fall for that? Yep. Like I was like, I never fall for that. It was
0: well done. It was very well it done. It wasn't super telegraphed. I didn't really fall for it quite as much as you did. Yeah. But even me, I was like, Wow, that was I mean, that wasn't like totally obvious. Yeah. Like I knew in my head they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, I, well, I thought that, too, but I was like, don't you dare. But she directed the crap out of this episode. She did. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to talk about something specifically with her direction that I noticed. Um, and I've heard other people say this, too, but I noticed it upon watching it for my first time. That scene with the ATST mm-hmm. coming through the woods, okay, it was shot just like... Jurassic Park or something Jurassic World with a T-Rex coming through the woods. Yep. And it was ominous like you could hear it in the distance. It sounded like a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. It was it was shot just like a T-Rex would be coming through mm-hmm. and it was just so intimidating and so scary. Those like
1: red eyes? Yeah. So it cool. was
0: super scary. Like honestly, like it really was a an intimidating Moment it was, and I thought to myself, "Man, she's really taken a lot from her time on the Jurassic World set because that was straight out of Jurassic Park.
1: Even the tracks, like whatever they like, saw the tracks of the ATST on the ground and stuff. Yes, that that shot where it kind of like like pans up or whatever. I was like, I'm watching Jurassic Park now.
0: Didn't even think about it. (laughs) That's yeah, great point. (laughs) Yeah, I loved how they handled that because. In the past, we've seen ATSD or things of that nature, and, I mean, they've always been cool. But mm-hmm. they haven't been handled quite in this uh, almost horror way, yeah. you know, where it's genuinely terrifying. It's more like usually, while well, they look – in the old trilogy, they looked pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You could tell that they were not where they are now technologically. Right. But um, – Dude, I I just loved it. I loved how she handled that. It was so cool.
1: Yeah. I thought that that was really well done as well. I thought that um yeah, it's like you said, when I saw that my first thought was like, "Oh man, it's like a dinosaur."
0: Yeah. I mean, it really it really was. So, Bryce Dallas Howard, great job. Great job. Well done. I can't wait to see You do this more. Well, I hope you get to at least. I don't know. I don't know the director's list of season two. Have they released
1: that yet? Uh, I don't think so. I just heard that that I
0: I heard that John Favreau would actually direct next season, though. I hope so. Because I think this season he was busy with Lanking when they were directing. Makes sense. Um, So I truly hope we get some more John Favreau. (sighs) That'd be cool. Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. Getting some
1: more John Favreau. there was, I don't know that he would actually do it, but there was that little thing where Ryan Johnson said, cause he had spent some time on the set of dude. an episode where he said that he was like, he was like, I, he was like, Hey, I'd love to direct an episode <laughs> dude." <laughs> whatever.
0: I would um, love that. Okay. And how cool would that be? Okay. If any of y'all are screaming at us, hear me out.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. I forgot. Okay.
0: <laughs> Listen, regardless of how you feel about the last Jedi. And we can tell our opinions really quick. Ben is his, it's his favorite. I love it. It's his favorite. <laughs> For me, it's more toward the lower end, but I still really enjoy it. I have a lot of issues with it, but I still really enjoy it. Regardless, if you've seen anything that Ryan Johnson has done, he is a brilliant director. Yep. Um, Knives Out just came out. And it
1: is brilliant. Yeah, and you can say what you want about episode eight, okay? I, I can actually kind of, like, I can understand if you have, like, issues with the story, all that stuff. The dude can, he, His, that is one of the most beautiful It's movies. gorgeous. Like, it, the way it's shot. It's gorgeous. Like, it's just, it is a gorgeous movie. That scene where she goes into hyperspace
0: through the ship. Oh, man. <laughs> That, the whole theater gasped when uh-huh. that happened. It was just so awesome. Okay, a little sidetrack there. Uh, him directing an episode of The Mandalorian that's been written by Jon Favreau.
1: Can you imagine some of the shots? Are he... you
0: kidding me? I would love it. Please Man. make it happen. Please make it happen.
1: Also, not to mention, he has directed some of the... I've heard. I haven't watched Breaking Bad. But he apparently directed some of the best episodes he, at of least, Breaking At least Bad.
0: two of them. The Fly yep. is one episode that he did. I actually thought that was the worst episode of Breaking Bad. Really? But some people love it. It's another kind of divisive one.
1: Oh, what a shock.
0: <laughs> but he directed one of the last episodes, uh-huh. and it is widely considered the best hour of television. Like, yeah. it is widely considered at least one of the best episodes of television. It is insanely good yeah i think on imdb it has like a 9.9 or something that's absurd (laughs) yeah i mean it's crazy yeah so uh but yeah ryan please direct and i I would love love it john favreau would be writing this so
1: yeah yeah and and you have dave filoni there too like protecting the integrity of the universe or whatever (laughs) yeah i can't wait
0: to talk about that i know i know (laughs) So, anyways, let's do this. I have one more thought, and then we need to wrap this episode up. So, um, I did want to ask you what you thought about this. How are they tracking Yoda? Baby Yoda.
1: How are they tracking him? What do you mean by that? So, he
0: doesn't have, Technologically? Like, yes. Like, he doesn't have a tracker on him, like, as far as, like, a digital thing, or they would have taken that off. I
1: would guess this is, it, is this is, is, it, is about to be some... Is, a, it, is it midichlorians? <laughs> Man, is it midichlorians? Well, what I was going to say... Get away from the mic. <laughs> um, it, I was going to say, I think it's probably something to do with, like, biometrics or something. Like a, like a biological... Something in, like, his DNA or mm. whatever that is tracking. Like, it, he's an unknown species. Midichlorians. <laughs> okay, if that were the case... <laughs> There are other Force Sensitives out there. Like, it's not <laughs> just him. But I do think that it would be... I would love to know how they are tracking him. But I think that the whole tracking fob thing is just yeah. more like a, they somehow have, like, his signature yeah. or whatever. <laughs> that's, probably, that's probably all the explanation we're going to get, I'll be honest. Midichlorians. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I
0: don't actually think they're going anywhere near midichlorians, personally. But, um... Let's, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, Filoni is quite the prequelist. Yeah, and on it, I'll be but honest. But Favreau is not. I won't go down this tangent, but I've lightened up on the whole midichlorians thing. Oh, I have not. <laughs> I have not. Okay, do we have our ratings ready? Uh, yeah. I've got a rating for this. Okay, you go first. Um, I will give it, um, sorry, I just, I just debated with myself. I get it. I'm going to give it 8.5 bottles of spatchka. Nice.
0: I uh, I will give it 8 training montages.
1: Nice. Yes. <laughs> you could do anything with the montage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I really, y'all, I really like this episode. Yeah. I Like I said, I liked it better and better. I probably would have rated it more like a 7 the first time I watched it. Mm-hmm. But the more and more I've watched it, I mean, I, I I could go up to an 8.5 if I thought about it, but I'm going to stick with an 8, solid 8. Um, so, Ben, do you have any other thoughts on episode, on chapter 4, The Sanctuary?
1: I loved the change of tone. I loved the green. I thought that this episode really set itself apart from the other episodes. Um, and that it was just kind of a really great, break from the whole like hard yeah. grit of the Western. Yeah. And it kind of let us see a soft side of the Mandalorian. So. I
0: agree. I really, I really enjoyed it too. I I'm loved it. excited to see where it goes from here. Uh, ben, would you mind telling everybody where they can find us on the social medias and stuff?
1: Yes. On Instagram, you can find us at point of view pod on um, Facebook. We have a point of view podcast group there. So you can go to Facebook.com slash point of view podcast. Like the page. Please. <laughs> uh, and please email us at POV Podcast 2. Two. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> There's a typo in here. It says POV podcast. <laughs> like, I was like, am I reading this wrong? Or <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's uh you can email us at POV podcast two at gmail.com and please email us. I would love to be able to hear from y'all and get to like, just read different, like what y'all thought of some episodes or crazy theories you might have, or just like, I love hearing from different people and getting to kind of interact. So,
0: and our email is connected to our Facebook page and our Instagram page as well. So if you just go to one of those, you can just click uh, email Mm -hmm. or contact and it goes right to that. Um, So guys, we really want to hear from y'all on this stuff. We really do um eventually if we start getting more uh if we start getting some feedback from y'all we'll make it part of our podcast more we'll feature it um but also please go rate and uh subscribe to our podcast we are now on we are now on Spotify yes we are we will be on Spotify and um i on sorry apple podcast as well itunes <laughs> yeah itunes <laughs> is gone itunes is dinosaur. dead dinosaur <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Apple Podcast and Spotify. And eventually we'll be on more, but those are the two we're on right now. We're working on it, guys. So, Ben, you done? I'm good. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we will talk to you guys later, and may the force be with you. Always.